TheItSpot.com I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. Peeing is good when you have to pee. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. La la la. Is this our musical episode? Finally. We've been waiting for so long. So have the listeners. I don't think they've really been waiting. I think they have. 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 Oh. I can't sustain that for any length of time. Welcome, you're listening to Air Up My Shorts. Yes, you are listening to Air Up My Shorts. <laughs> what have you been doing lately? Nothing, as always, nothing. So. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> You've been watching Firefly. I have, still. Yes. The Well, the last time we talked about it, we had you, I can't remember the conversation because I, I don't think I was paying attention then. And you were but, drunk. And I was drunk. And we were all drunk. Everybody. What, um, had you just started? I am now two episodes away from completing the series and have yet to watch then the movie afterward. And then that's it. That's it. That's it. There's no more. No more. None. I see. Mm-hmm. And you're liking it? I'm loving it. Loving it. But according to all of our forum uh, chit-chat, we're complete morons for not having known it existed all along. I, I, I remember it being on TV. Yeah, but you didn't watch it. No, I didn't because it looked shitty. And, well, it's not. It's not shitty. It's far from shitty. What'd you do to your arm? You're all covered in bites and scratches. I know. I think it's because it was moving stuff. Still. Well, that, I don't know what that is. Cancerous. But that, um, that, and then I got this, that was worse before, and then something on my finger. Good lord. You look like you were in a fight with a raccoon. I know. Were you in the trash again? (laughs) Fighting the raccoons? I gotta eat. Gotta eat. I bet they kicked your ass. Oh, fuck, they always win. Raccoons are nasty motherfuckers. Hi, I'm the word whore. And I'm pressing buttons. I don't think we said that last no, time. No, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Maybe we should say it again. I'm the word whore. I'm pressing buttons. And Welcome you- to listening to. Welcome. <laughs> and you are. What the word or means is that you're listening to on my shorts. <laughs> Welcome to listening, yay. Yay. Congratulations, you found us. Welcome to listening, yay. Yay. Is that, is, is that the, uh, the, the like, French title of the show? Uh-huh. Listening, yay. <laughs> shorts. Or, or the, shorts, yeah, yeah. It's the Japanese. Uh, listening shorts, yeah, yeah, is the translation. That's how we're known in the other worlds. Mm. 
<laughs> the other worlds. Yes, we're translated all over the planet. Welcome listening, yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tune into us on Deutsche Welle. Um, did I? Did we ever have the discussion about the citrus and spice? Oh my! Sorry, I'm reading my beer can. It, what? Oh, there's... Ale brewed with citrus and spice. And then you put lime in it as well. I did. Yes, I did. So it's like a double... What do you call them? Uh, it's a lime and lager. Lime and lager. Except this is an ale, so I guess that's not true. <laughs> I'm just mixing everything all up. All up in a glass. Till it tastes right. Yep. Um... What were you talking? It's tart. Did 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 we ever talk about the um, the number stations? No. No. I don't know what that means. So no. Okay. Or I wasn't listening. I see. Number stations. Number stations. What does that mean? They're uh, stations that uh, some mystery surrounds them. Like of stations course. of the cross. <laughs> no. No, those are lettered. Actually, no, they're numbered. Well, they wouldn't... What? Yes, like the Stations of the Cross. Stations of the Cross, only with numbers. Um, and num less religion? Number stations are radio stations. Okay. That play on these, these obscure frequencies. Mm-hmm. And the, the station could be just playing someone reading a set of seemingly random numbers. Right. So it'll just be one, a voice. One, two, three. Can I get a job on there? Yeah, probably. I'd be good at that. I can read numbers. Or just make them up. So I know quite a few of them. Four, seven, nine. I know those. I know all of those. Do you think I could get that? You know job? all ten of them? I know most of the numbers. <laughs> Except when they start having commas and lots of zeros. Then I get lost on what the written number is in words. Yeah, have you... Like how many zeros are in a million or a billion? Whatever comes after a billion that isn't fake, like a gajigid billion. <laughs> Zigazillion. Is a zillion a real word? Yes. So that, how many zeros are in a zillion? Know. You don't have a fucking clue. No idea. You couldn't get the job either. We're both fired. Well, you only need to know. Ten Number numbers. nine. Number nine. Anyway. Number they, nine. They, they do numbers, uh, or in some cases, just sounds. Ooh. I, if I, have you ever gone through a shortwave radio and heard, like, these weird, like... The answer's no. No? What did you do when you were a kid? Well, I didn't play with a shortwave radio. It was my only connection to the outside world. Is playing shortwave radio the same as, like, playing air guitar? Is it a euphemism? <laughs> I'm playing with the shortwave radio. Or, if you're really feeling really naughty, you're playing with the ham radio. <laughs> what is a ham radio as opposed to a shortwave radio? Are they the same thing? Um, can't remember what it stands One's for. One's for vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't play with your ham radio. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> the uh, ham radio, you need an operator's license for one of them. And a side of eggs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ham radio operators will be the ones who keep civilization alive when the internet goes down. 
by reading numbers? No. Those are number stations. Okay, but why would there be stations that just read numbers? Well, see, what, is it for people I'm, I'm who glad can't you count asked. sheep by themselves? The thing is that some people believe that they're spy stations sending secret messages. Maybe they are. Some people think that they're But then wouldn't they be smugglers? speaking Navajo? It's not World War II anymore. All the codes in Navajo, man. I had to learn Navajo in coding school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'm sure you're great at it, too. I'm really good at it. Um, in, in some cases, they actually are smugglers. In some mm -hmm. cases, they are the CIA. Or pirates. Uh, or or pirates, pirates. Or spies. Or spies. sometimes just corporations. Sometimes spirate pies from a corporation. The, uh, you can only keep a frequency alive. Ham smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggling ham is not easy. You can't take that job lightly. You, you right? gotta smuggling a gotta, ham you gotta is learn the serious walk. business because there's no easy place to conceal a ham. You, you need and a if long, it's honey glazed, yeah. book out. You need a long skirt for that. You have to <laughs> at have least to, have to know how to do the walk so it looks natural. And you gotta not be allergic to bees. That is true. Where do you put the pineapple ring? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the best costume. Ham smuggler. With like pineapple rings around your nipples. Yeah, cuz uh, yeah. Cuz mm -hmm. cuz no one no, no one would ask you what you what you were. <laughs> no. An apple in your mouth, a ham between your thighs and pineapples around your nipples. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone would talk to you if you were no. dressed like that. And you'd be idea, sticky. Though. You'd be kind of sticky. <laughs> but a big hit at the luau. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so they're Dogs talking would be code. Forever. They're talking code, and they're not Navajos. Nope. And they make people with paranoid schizophrenia crazy or oh yeah because they're, they're, they're reading out numbers there, there are people who listen to the number stations all the time oh that's uh, awful you know, trying to figure out what the what Ooh. the secret is the thing is is that the some of the pit the paranoid you, people are right you could they get are, your lottery numbers from there they are secret messages a lot of the time but, but not always but then some of the times they're just corporations be, you have to keep broadcasting on a frequency in order to keep ownership on that frequency man so my hence, head hurts with all the dizziness of the confusion and hence the why 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 some of these stations are alive they're just like you know microsoft has a radio station or something like that that transmits beep, 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 24 hours a day and you think it means it something well i know it means something what does it mean buttons what it, does it all mean it means buy windows. Oh, but, but it's not gonna work on me. No, well. Uh, Screw it. I'm a Mac. I didn't say it was brainwashing people. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. I actually used to. Uh, if I were paying attention, I probably would have found <laughs> it interesting, but all I'm looking for is a gig reading out numbers, because I think I could probably do that. I don't have a lot of skills, but I think I could probably pull that off. Yeah. Right now, I'll give you yeah, an audition. Mike Rabbit. Four, seven, three, five percent. 
Well, that's all the, oh, 1820. That's all the numbers on my can. 4B92. Ooh, ooh, more numbers. 620671355538. 90219866C012. That's the UPS code on my beer. In case you were wondering, freaks out there, don't worry, it's not code, it's just my beer. It's not dangerous, it's delicious. <laughs> Let's read a story. Okay. I thought this was our musical episode. Fuck, why can't you just stick to it just once, just once? It's not going to hurt that much. Sit, Ubu, sit. It's not going to hurt people's heads nearly as much as that Halloween episode with all the <laughs> nuttiness. <laughs> Fuck, that made my ears bleed. <laughs> yeah, How many that, years ago was that? That was a bad idea. Hello again. Here once more to bugger your word count is one of my story submissions. If you don't recall, you've read my demented scribbles three times previously. This one was inspired by the latest episode, and Word Whore's desire to change her name to McGonagall. McGonagall. Boop, McGonagall. McGonagall. Sorry. I'm all, my head's all full of numbers. I began to picture her as a perverse sort of Mary Poppins. Ooh! And, well, read on to see the results. Oh, I want to be a perverse sort of Mary Poppins. <laughs> you are a perverse sort of Mary Poppins. You think? As always, I hope you enjoy and that it's not too long to be read on your show. All the best, Mike Dominic. Well, beggars can't be choosers. And we are beggars, and we're not choosy. Holy crap. I wrote it too small. <laughs> The monks transcribed it too small. Oh, my God. need a magnifying glass. This is called The Incalculable Mrs. McGonagall. I say it prettier. It's pretty. The Incalculable Mrs. McGonagall. Oh, that's pretty. (laughs) She arrives... Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down, the medicine go down, oh, just a spoonful of sugar in the most delightful way. She arrived on a Tuesday morning in September, borne in on a strong wind that chimed like the tinkle of ice cubes in a glass of scotch and was scented faintly of clove cigarettes. Oh, this is delightful already. Setting her carpet bag neatly inside the hall closet, she handed Mr. Bouton Bouton. Bouton, the classified section of that morning's newspaper, folded to show the advertisement reading Nanny Wanted, which had been circled in red. You may tell any other applicants the position has been filled, she said smartly and bustled off in a blur of crinoline and other materials that were hard to define. 
but we're very, very, very good at bustling. Ooh, I'm delighted. <laughs> Mr. Bouton. <laughs> Bouton. Okay. Stared after her, his mouth an oval of astonishment. In a moment, he remembered himself and snapped his jaw shut, buttoned up the gold buttons on his banker's blazer and sped down the hall after her, holding the paper aloft like a regimental flag and sputtering slightly. Snuggles, his Yorkshire terrier, yapped and ran in circles about his feet as he went. Past the far end of the hall, through the French doors, through the ornamental garden, up the curved staircase, and just to the left of sewing room lay the children's bedroom. At present, it was in a state that could best, though still inadequately, be described as chaos. How's your dyslexia working? Terrible. <laughs> the Boughton children, seven in number and some undefined factor of that number in effect, had just recently bolted awake. Amidst a torture of bedclothes and tornado of flying and ruptured pillows, they seemed to be busy testing the stress points of the floor, the bunk beds, various pieces of furniture, and at least one load-bearing wall. The noise of their exertions was a testament to the, to the destructive power of the human higher vocal pitch, possessing a far-reaching acoustic range second only to that of the Sydney Opera House. Mrs. Boughton, having just vainly attempted to enter the children's room to prepare them for school, had retreated from the blunt force trauma of their antics and hurried back to her bed, where she lay shivering beneath her grandmother's feather duvet, sucking her thumb and recalling happy childhood memories of the Blitz of London. I remember those days. Can we just take a moment to say my Dominic fucking rules? <laughs> Very visual storytelling. It's spectacularly fabulous. It's almost supercalifragilisticosis-ishness. Salatosis? <laughs> like that. Is my breath bad? <laughs> Boldly into the singularity strode the nanny. Taking in the room at a glance, she pinned her hair into a tight martial bun hung her top coat trimly on a hook in the hall, rolled up the sleeves of her starched blouse, jammed her hat a little more firmly onto her head, and waded in. Whew. Catching a pillow in mid-hurl, she deftly spun about and biffed Philip, the middle child, Biff. firmly in the face with it. Bonk. Stunned, he staggered back and slid down the wall, trying to figure out how he had managed to be hit by a truck made of feathers. Brenda, the eldest, and a whore, was caught up bodily. It does not say she was a whore. Oh, I guess tisk, it doesn't have to be said. Tisk tisk. Was caught up bodily and spun through the air several times before being set on the floor next to Philip, where she tried to reorient herself. It wasn't that she minded the room spinning. It was that she usually preferred some input as to the cause and direction. Robert, next to youngest, had been engaged in dissecting... 
Dissexting. Dissexting. <laughs> giving a sex change operation to a teddy ruxpin. <laughs> Splitting it into both male and female. <laughs> yes. Robert, next to youngest, had been engaged in dissecting a teddy ruxpin, possibly with an eye to an experiment in improvised explosives. He was never quite sure how he came to be perched atop the upper bunk, his hands emptied of all mischief, and with his hair neatly combed and dressed in his best school clothes, no less. Christ, there's a lot of children. Anthony and Andrew, the twins, had been waging a war over ownership of a pair of blue trousers. This involved both of them holding tight to the waistband, trading blows with wiffle bats like Apache knife fighters, calling each other names that would certainly have earned them disapproving glances in polite society. Like what? Mm. Wanker? Or is that too dirty? Gobshite? Cunt? I don't think so. They were shortly astonished to find themselves standing at opposite ends of the room, each having been smartly wrapped on the head with an umbrella, each holding one leg of a pair of pants that had, following the example of Solomon, been cut neatly down the middle. Mm, nice little biblical parable reference mm. there. Yeah, so Roberta. Next in age to her sister, Brenda, the Axis to Philip's allies in their pillow war saw her next projectile ripped from her hands and hurled away to a corner of the room by a bustling blur just before she herself was whisked across the room to be seated at the vanity with a brush jammed into her little hand to stare agape at her own reflection in the vanity mirror. Can I have a nap? <laughs> Super pooper cabalaba frabba jubbalaba stibic Preston, a Mr. B. the youngest Bhutan child, stood in the middle. Bouton. 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 Child stood in the middle of the room, flailing his arms and yelling his war cry for a moment longer before he realized that everyone else in the room had gone silent. Seeing that he was thus alone, and now the main object of scrutiny, he began to cry and wet himself on the ornamental rug. Oh, poor little Preston. <laughs> Peeing himself again. <laughs> Always. I spilled coffee on the bed. It doesn't explain the pee stains on the carpet. <laughs> it was at this point that Mr. Boughton, the dog snuggles loudly in his wake, came rushing into the room to deal with the intruder into his household. Red-faced and goggle-eyed, he opened his mouth to shout before realizing the stillness of the room, fisting his... What? Fisting? Fisting? Pardon? Fisting his hands on his hips and instead saying simply... Well... Snuggles the terrier wimpled and sat on his haunches. Wimpled? Did I say wimpled? Yes. Whimpered. <laughs> Do a whimper. Mrs. Boughton, Boughton, Booton. Booton. Unnerved by the sudden silence and fearing the worst began to croon, Bring the boys back home, softly to herself. Well now, children, said the nanny, I am Mrs. McGonagall. 
You may call me Mrs. McGonagall. Now let's see what's what, shall we? Asterix, 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 asterix. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. One week later, the sun rose over a tidy breakfast setting at the Boughton household. Mr. Boughton, who had been convinced of the importance of quality time with his family, relaxed in a chair at the breakfast nook, contentedly sipping his coffee and reading the headlines. Mrs. Boughton, who had taken a firmer grasp of the household, was instructing the new gardener as to the placement of several perennials. The Bowden children filed down the stairs in their school clothes, pecked their father on the cheek, and went about preparing themselves breakfast. As they did so, they... So long, farewell, I'll be to sing goodbye. Wrong musical. Yes. Oh dear. Oh my. As they did so, they chattered happily about their fabulous adventures with Mrs. McGonagall in the past week. Fantastic stories of having a dinner party on the ceiling at a friend's house, dashing across the rooftops at night with chimney sweeps, and a man in a straw boater who danced with penguins and sang songs with improbably long words and an obviously fake British accent. <laughs> the children were one and all amazed, and their eyes shone with an inner delight. And they were all holding onto the floor because the room was spinning because they were hammered off their asses. <sighs> That's what's in the secret tea party pot. <laughs> Mrs. McGonagall stood at the front foyer. For our American listeners, foyer. <laughs> do they really say that? Yeah, they totally do. Not everywhere. Totally do. I bet in New England they don't say that. Well, I can't speak for no, New but, England. No, the thing is, I've, I've heard people say foyer, but I always thought that they were joking. <laughs> Mrs. McGonagall stood at the front foyer and looked contentedly at this happy scene. A mist came across her eyes when she thought of how she'd touched the lives of these people and how they in turn had affected her. Well... She said, snapping the kid gloves onto her dainty fingers and setting her hat on her head. I do believe my work is done here. Unnoticed by the others, she took her carpet bag from the front hall, tucked her umbrella under her arm, and then was gone in a bustling of skirts and a breeze that chimed like the tinkling of ice cubes in a glass of scotch and was scented faintly of clove cigarettes. For those of you who put ice cubes in your scotch, the word whore will no longer speak to you. Asterix, 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 asterix. It was another two weeks before the police inspectors put it all together. The children's school... Yes, that's the right one. The children's school teachers had alerted them when they had been told the stories of their fabulous adventures. A quick visit to the hospital had revealed all of them had received varying doses of different hallucinogens, including LSD and psy uh, psilocybin mushrooms, mixed with a cocktail of Ritalin, Xanax, and gin. You can replace gin. that with magic mushrooms, <laughs> I think. The wonder was not that they were seeing visions of dancing penguins, but rather that they were able to see it all. 
They would all recover in time as the drugs exited their system, uh, although little Preston would for years... Be on the carpet. <laughs> ...would for years, prone to flashback episodes during which he would only be able to speak nonsense words like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious! Mr. Bowden, having elected to spend so much quality time with his family had been fired from his position at the bank and was now unemployed. He spent his days sitting around the house in his bathrobe, smoking a pipe and doing crossword puzzles. He seemed not the least concerned about the creditors who had begun ringing his house day and night. <laughs> Mrs. Bowden, having discovered her independence and worth as a woman, had run off with the gardener. Of course, the gardener was hot. Not a trace has ever been found of Snuggles, the Yorkshire Terrier. But I believe they may have had him in the Yorkshire pudding. Chim-chimmery, <laughs> chim-chimmery, chim-chim-chimmery. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. And that was the incalculable Mrs. Mrs. McGonagall. By Mike Dominic. Yay! And it was spectacular and super fragilistic expialidocious alicious. Don't you think, Mr. Bowden? Well. Quite. <coughs> rather. Rather. Why can I only remember three songs from Mary Poppins? There must have been several more. I don't know. You know, I many, I, many more. I don't think that I ever saw it back. Like, many, many more. Oh, so ever many more. I would think. Oh, so ever many more. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm All I can remember is the sugar and the medicine and the chimney and the sweeping, and the supercalifragilisticexpialidociousing. I just remember the Simpsons parody. Oh, just come up with one more. I don't know. What does he sing when uh, he's dancing with the penguins? I like the Simpsons half-assed job song. That was brilliant. That was yeah. like Sherry Bobbins. And the... Uh... Just do a half-assed job. It's the American way. That's right. I, I, and, and of course every the... every corner. <laughs> da la 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 la. Beat it, you drunk, or I'll blast your rear end. I found two bucks. Then come in, my friend. Can I be a booze hound? Not till you're 15. Yeah. And of course, when they say... wonderful how our memories have been distorted. Yes. And uh, say, oh, we haven't seen the last of her, and she gets sucked into the airplane. It was pretty magical. That was a great episode. Mm -hmm. It certainly was. I gotta pee. I might just keep singing. I know there were other songs in Mary Poppins. It couldn't have just been three songs. Oh. <sighs> I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. P 
peeing's really good for you when you have to pee. I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. Hurry up, buttons, I have to pee. And please flush the toilet and put the seat <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was spectacular. The famous pee song. Yes. Given how recently that we said the McGonagall thing and I'm changing my name to McGonagall, he wrote that pretty fast. Super fast. Super califragilistic fast. Well, well done to Mike Dominic. Is he How can a, you have two first names? Is he our Denmark listener? I don't know what kind of marks he has. I, I believe he's from Denmark. We're very, They're the happiest people. We're very big in Denmark. On the planet. I thought that was so wonderful. I thought it was lovely. It was well written. It was beautiful and magical and delicious. And I don't care what buttons. It was things. magically delicious. He's just upset that he's the one peeing on the rug. Because he wants to know how you know that about him from afar. Mm-hmm. And I'm just upset that I can only remember three songs from Mary Poppins. I don't trust the Danes. Who would? Good they killed question. Hamlet. <laughs> or was he Danish? Didn't he kill himself? Danishes are delicious. He's, he's the Prince I of Denmark. really like Danishes. I like cream cheese Danish oh. with um, raspberry jam. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. With a nice coffee, a little macchiato, and a cream cheese danish, and some raspberry jam. <laughs> mm. Okay, let's wrap this motherfucker up. I mean that in the nicest, most nanny Send us your stories. Way. We need stories. Send us stories. We totally do need stories. Whose voice are you doing? I don't know. It was very New York. It wasn't? Of. Well, sort of. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. You try to do accents, I try to figure out what you mean them to be. <laughs> sometimes doesn't matter. I, sometimes they, uh, I sometimes don't know. you I'm feel like a nut. Holla at you. <laughs> okay. Um, caller audio comment line 30576 shows. That's 30576 shows, as in shows me your bustle. Bye, everybody. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. Hurry, I have to pee really bad. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Podriot.com. Four. Seven. Seven. Six, five, four, nine, eight, 
nine, six, one, nine, zero, zero, one, one, three, two, zero, seven, zero, five, nine, three, zero, 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 eight, two, five, four, zero, zero.